Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're really glad to be with you. In this segment, we've got a very exciting guest, someone who is not a stranger to our audience, but someone who seems to always bring us groundbreaking information. And I'm talking about Liz Crokin, who works as an independent journalist. She's got a great, great background, as you all know. And we're going to be talking about human smuggling, and we're going to relate some of that in part to our discussion with what's going on with these caravans headed our way at the border. But before we get started with Liz, I just wanted to remind everybody that we've got a couple of sponsors here that help make this segment possible. Do you need storable food? Well, of course you do. You need six months. That's what the experts say. But a lot of people can't afford to do it in one fell swoop. So we sell two and four week packets. Great pricing, 70% off. High quality, no glyphosates, no GMOs. Go to preparewithdave.com, preparewithdave.com, and get started getting the peace of mind knowing that you've taken care of your family. And if you need food, you got to have water, and we go with the Alexa Pure Pro. Over two-thirds of you have cancer-causing water in chromium-6, not to mention the pharmaceuticals, the lead, the fluoride. Well, the Alexa Pure Pro can get all that out. And if you have to bug out, Alexa Pure Pro can help purify standing water in emergency drinking situations. There's a special going on for the already low prices. Go to waterwithdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com, and that's who's bringing us this segment with Liz Crokin. So let's bring Liz in. And Liz, I'm so glad you could join us. Thanks so much for being with us. It's always a pleasure to have you. Well, thank you for having me back. Well, always great. Well, you touch the dirty side a lot, and I don't think there's a more despicable crime than what we see with child sex trafficking. But I'm getting a lot of information that tells me that we're seeing those, let's put it this way, uh, how do you say this? Child sex trafficking is rearing its ugly head in the migrant caravan waves that are coming to the border. And I'm, te- I'm being told in part that they're using mm-hmm. the profits from this endeavor to help finance the wave. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, let's get into that. Tell us what you know. Well, Judicial Watch broke the other day that they found that there were human smugglers that were kidnapping some of the children that were part of the caravan. And if you look at the photos from the caravan that are not photos, that are staged photos that have been staged by the mainstream Mockingbird media, you will see that the majority of the people in this quote-unquote caravan slash invasion are fit, fighting age men, well-fed, well-dressed, many with iPhones. So the question is, who are these men? Why are they coming here? And where are the women and children? Well, the women and children are being sex trafficked. And whether it's this caravan or, you know, illegal immigration or sanctuary cities or, you know, the border wall or um, the refugee crisis, all of those issues, the deeper issue is child sex trafficking. So, For example, the refugee crisis that happened in Europe and here and in Canada where the globalists were bringing over literally boatloads of um, quote-unquote refugees from Muslim countries. In those photos, you saw the same themes. You saw fighting-age men, well-fed, well-dressed, many had iPhones, and there were no women and children. Where are the women and children? They are being sex trafficked. So in all of these global crisis situations that the mainstream media, the deep state, the cabal, you know, the globalists paint as, you know, a humanitarian crisis is, no, actually what they're doing is they're staging these events for multiple reasons. But one of the reasons is to traffic women and children. And that is what is happening with this caravan situation. Now, it's, they're also timing this. Um, with the midterms to make Trump look bad. Uh, they love bringing in illegals to the United States because typically uh, you know, illegal immigrants tend to vote Democrat. So there's multiple layers and reasons for um, why the globalists you know, are bringing in the illegals and why they're staging this caravan event situation now. But at the end of the day, um, the more sinister thing of what goes on with these kinds of situations is they are trafficking the women and children and look no further than the pictures. 
you don't see the women and the children. And you don't see the women and the children in the photographs because they're being kidnapped. And many in the mainstream media, or no one in the mainstream media, will cover that. But Judicial Watch, thank God, actually broke a story the other day um, where they actually like got photographs of some of the children that were actually kidnapped from this caravan by human smugglers. I don't know if this has anything to do with what you're talking about, but it was about uh, four years ago, Liz, that there was a, a discovery made. In fact, Judicial Watch was the one that broke this story, too. Three miles mm-hmm. on the other side of the Mexican border, eight miles from El Paso, Texas, there was a known encampment of ISIS, Hamas, Hezbollah, the drug cartels. It was one big happy family, and they were running every kind of imaginable operation out of there, including human sex trafficking. And uh, it just, it's like this has been going on for quite some time. And let me ask you this question here. How, How much does this permeate back into the United States? And who's really running it? Is it George Soros that's running it? Is it uh, the various cartels? Who's running this? Uh, I think there's multiple parties running it. I think George Soros has a big hand in it. I think that, yeah, cartels are involved. MS-13 is involved. Democrats are involved. Some um, anti-Trump Republicans are involved. It's a very deep rabbit hole. But you got to ask yourself, why in the world would any sane person be against a border wall, would be for illegal immigration, would be for sanctuary cities, would be against ICE, which is the main agency that breaks up child sex trafficking rings and arrests pedophiles. Well, the people that are against it, which are the Democrats, are against it because they are involved in child sex trafficking. It is literally (laughs) that simple. Let's get down to some specifics. And and let me try to connect a dot because I think I know where this is going. Uh-huh. Uh, are you familiar with Trevor Loudon's work, uh, Enemies Within? No. Okay, in this work, uh, and Paul Preston and I have uh, followed this extensively. And what uh, what he did, he's a New, uh, New Zealand journalist, and he did a fantastic job of covering the fact that 80, in fact, this is also verified by Cong- former Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney and former Congressman yep. Al- Alan West. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and th- they've, they've verified what I'm about to say. 80 Democratic mm-hmm. Congress people, 80 of them have uh, been discovered to have memberships and front groups for the Muslim Brotherhood and front groups for the American mm-hmm. Communist Party. I've seen the documentary done by Trevor Loudon. His evidence is irrefutable. I mean, we're talking firsthand interviews with people who run these organizations and they're naming names. And it's unbelievable. Yeah. And what I'm wondering here, since we're, we're talking about Muslim Brotherhood and the world's largest terrorist organization, can we conclude, honestly conclude, that uh, Keith Ellison, that Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren, and these are just a few, Kirsten Cinema, senatorial candidate here in Arizona where I live, that these people are actively involved in child sex trafficking? Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, absolutely, 100%. Uh, there, I would say there's more people, there probably is more people involved in child sex trafficking in Congress than isn't. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean that every single one of them is raising children, but they are involved in it in one way, shape, or form. So maybe they profit off of it. Maybe they're blackmailed to stay quiet about it. Maybe they um, are, are a part of the cover-up. But most people in government, unfortunately, at least in the past, things are changing up thanks to President Trump, and he has been draining um, D.C. of the pedophile swamp, but um, part of the reasons why these child sex trafficking rings, these elite pedophile rings, have been able to force for so long is because literal pedophiles have been propped up and put into positions of power so they can protect other pedophiles and child sex trafficking rings. That is just amazing. So what you're thinking is that someone like Pelosi may not be involved in the day-to-day operations but they know about it. They're either compromised and being blackmailed because of their personal history, or they have colleagues who are involved and they're covering for them. Is, is Am I getting that correctly? Yes. Right. Well, there, you know, the law says 
if you're complicit in the cover-up, you're just as guilty as the people performing the act. Well, I, 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 Nancy Pelosi either owned or she's a part owner. She is tied to um, Goat Hill Pizza. And I believe it's Nancy Pelosi. I, mean, I get all these <laughs> crazy sex trafficking politicians confused. But I believe it's Nancy Pelosi that's tied to Goat Hill Pizza. Um, I haven't been down this rabbit hole in a while. But um, I, I went down this rabbit hole, I want to say, two years ago. But this is, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Goat Hill Pizza. That's what it is. And um, Goat Hill Pizza, it just it openly has satanic and pedophile symbolism on the menu, at the restaurant, on the storefront. Uh, these people don't hide who they are. These people are not only involved in child sex trafficking, but they openly worship Satan. Okay. And that's why you have someone like Chelsea Clinton who walks around with an upside-down cross as an excess because, because she worships Satan. These people are full-blown Satanists. That's why you have Chelsea Clinton also you know, openly tweeting with the literal verified account for Twitter handle for the Church of Satan. That's just uh, stunning. I need you to reorient just a little bit because you became a little echoey there um, in, oh, okay. in our connection. So, okay, that was better. Um, so where is this pizza place located? Goat Hill Pizza. It's in San Francisco. Oh, my. Right in her backyard. <sighs> yeah, I'm almost positive that she – hold on. I'm going to do that right now. I'm almost positive that she is the owner. While you're looking it up, let, let me just let me just share this with the listening audience. I interviewed a guy named Nick Bryant uh, twice, uh, about ten and nine years ago, and Nick wrote a book called The uh, Franklin Scandal. And in that, he talked. Mm-hmm. One of the things he talked about, and I had a friend named Bill Pollack, the late Bill Pollack, who was uh, also in the CIA, and both men told me the same thing. They said that a lot of politicians, when they get to Washington, they're wined and dined, they're brought to these parties, they're given drugs, they're given drinks, they're given kids, they have lots of sex, and they're all videotaped, and this is how they're compromised from day one. Uh, are you familiar with that, with uh, the Franklin scandal and what Nick Bryant was alleging? Yes. 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 And yeah, I'm familiar with it. So you have to wonder, really, is Nancy Pelosi caught up in that as a blackmail victim, or is she a perpetrator? Do you have no. A- Nope, she's a perpetrator. So if you Google Goat Hill Pizza and Nancy Pelosi, you will see that there's plenty of articles um, claiming that she's not only an owner, but she was using the Goat Hill Pizza email address for her campaign contributions. I mean, there's a ton of stuff here. And this restaurant, you know, just flaunts, you know, satanic symbolism. You know, it's like... Again, these people, these people who are involved in child sex trafficking, who openly worship Satan, they don't hide who they are. You know, they flaunt the Satanic symbolism. They flaunt it in what they wear and what they do. They'll post on their social media um, the symbolism. They'll own businesses and they'll use Satanic symbolism um, as their logo and 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 or also known pedophile symbols. Um, so, yeah, the, the rabbit hole is very deep, but many of these powerful politicians are directly involved in child sex trafficking and or are pedophiles themselves. And that's what the real uh, hysteria with the border is really about. Because if, you, if you just think about it, why does it make sense for someone like Nancy Pelosi to want criminals to come into her city, to want child sex traffickers, rapists, murderers, like criminals, not only come into her city, but take refuge in her city. Why would she want that? Why would she want for there to be an open border? Why would she not want for there to be walls? Why would she want to eliminate the biggest, you know, one of the biggest agencies in our country, law enforcement agencies in this country, that is breaking up child sex trafficking rings? Oh, my God, it makes no sense. Why would anyone in their right mind want to abolish a law enforcement agency that is throwing people behind bars who are raping kids? I mean, one has to ask themselves this, and this is what the Democratic Party is calling for. They are calling for abolishing ICE. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like, it's, 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 it doesn't get any more black and white than this, folks. 
So you, it's like they got a dual benefit. They want to abolish ICE so they can get future Democrats across the border, but also they want to get future, uh, let's say, product across the border in the form of women and children exactly. that get trafficked. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I would say it's more about that. It's more about the fact that Liz, I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm losing you here a little bit. You're getting really okay. hollow, hollow. There you go. That's better. Just turn that way, and we'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's more about the child sex trafficking. You know, the child sex trafficking is either the most profitable or one of the most profitable black market businesses in the world. So there's a big money involved in it, and there, the tentacles go very far, wide, and deep, and that's why there's so much hysteria to keep it going and to stop Trump from stopping it. When Trump came into office, there were immediate busts of trafficking rings, although they only got the uh, foot soldiers. They didn't get the leaders, in my estimation. When mm-hmm. when you bust a ring of 40 sex traffickers and none of them are over the age of 23, you're not getting the leaders. Um, you're, yeah. you're getting the transporters. But, uh, you know, I thought that this was going to lead to a wave of ever-escalating arrests with higher-profile people but that hasn't mm-hmm. been the case. Uh, it, it, Jeff Sessions, is he the problem here, or why hasn't the Trump administration been able to go farther with this than they have? Well, it has led to, to bigger arrests, but the mainstream media doesn't cover it. So the bigger arrest would be um, Keith Rainier, who was the, is the owner and founder of the child sex trafficking cult Nexium. So um, Hollywood actress Allison Mack was also arrested. She's involved in it. And then Claire Bronfman, I believe she's the Seagram heiress. Um, she was arrested as well. So those are three really, really big fish who are directly involved in the rape, torture, and trafficking, and I dare say sacrificing of children who have been arrested. The mainstream media has covered next and Nexium arrest a little bit, but you will not find one article that calls them a child sex trafficking cult, which is what they are. They just say sex cult. They act as if you know they ran some cult that where adults were having consensual sex. No, uh, the founder was raping and trafficking kids. So um, so there have been some really big fish who have been arrested, but we have 50,000 sealed indictments uh, with the big names, I believe. And these we're going to start seeing these mass arrests very soon. Dare I say that? Yeah, go ahead and turn again to the side because uh, faded there at the end. Sorry. I think I got what you said there. Um, will this eventually lead to people like Epstein, who we know is the personal provider for Bill Clinton? Yes. I, I, I believe firmly. I, I don't believe. I know that there will be mass arrests, and the people at the top of the food chain involved in the child sex trafficking will be arrested. So the biggest fish in the child sex trafficking circles will be arrested i have absolutely zero doubt and we're going to see names like bill clinton hillary clinton barack obama tony podesta john podesta names in hollywood i believe there's gonna be lots of names in hollywood some names are just absolutely going to shock people other world leaders they will all be arrested and actually some of the elites at the absolute the TV top of the child sex trafficking food chain were arrested a year ago. And that would be when the House of Saw takedown happened. So a year ago, we had 30 members of the Saudi royal family who were, at least 30 members, um, who were arrested. These people, such as Prince Talal, were directly involved in child sex trafficking, and they were actually at the top of the pyramid. And it was very strategic for them to get arrested first. So you know, we have had some really big fish who have been arrested, some of the biggest fish in the international child sex trafficking market. But again, the mainstream media wouldn't touch it. They ignored it. And people may ask themselves, well, why is the mainstream media ignoring this? Why would the mainstream media be covering this? Because the people at the top of the mainstream media are also involved in child sex trafficking. And if they're not directly trafficking kids themselves or raping kids themselves, and you better believe that they are involved in covering it up. Hmm. This just seems like an omnipresent network that just seems to have no beginning and no end in it. 
It, how did it get so big? I mean, this is what I'm wondering about. How did it ensnare so much of our legislative uh, members? Because there were deep state slash CIA operations for literally decades. I'd say starting back since at, shortly after World War II, I think that these um, operations got very aggressive around John F. Kennedy's presidency. And there were many deep state operations that involved putting these pedophiles into positions of power, putting the pedophiles, the Satanists, into positions of power and or blackmailing the people who were, were not involved in pedophilia and worshiping Satan. And I know it sounds crazy, but this is actually what has happened. So, you know, it's got into the point where there were so many people put into positions of power. And I know this as someone who has been a victim of a sexual assault and have had experiences with law enforcement firsthand. It got to the point where there were no, there was no one to report the crimes to when you have judges, members of the FBI, members of the CIA and police officers raping kids and trafficking kids themselves. Who are you going to report the crimes to? And if you do find a good cop or a good detective to report the crimes to, guess what? Someone like his boss or someone above his boss is going to stop the investigation. Because there's so many big fish at play that have been put into positions of power to protect these rings, to protect these pedophiles, and to protect this enterprise, this business. It's just, it's mind-boggling. It's almost like franchising. Um, is, Wasserman yeah. Sh- is, is Wasserman Schultz involved in this? I mean, she is as dirty as they come, so <laughs> she's got her hand tied up in a lot of, a lot of criminal activity. Um, so my guess would be, yes, she would be tied to the child sex trafficking as well in one way, shape, or form. Do I know if she personally is, you know, raping kids in her basement? No, I don't know that. That she's as dirty as they come, and I guarantee that she is tied to the child sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah. You know, she comes from that one of the most corrupt districts in Florida, and in, in the country, actually. Well, let me come at this as, as just a, a total layman here. With, with, and I'm going to go back in time here to the murder uh-huh. to the murder of Seth Rich. And it's seemingly the simultaneous involvement in the Hillary Clinton tapes uh, illegally put on her server. And you have the involvement of Uma Abedin and her rogue ex-congressman husband, who was a pervert himself. Were these people involved in cleansing the Clinton emails from sex trafficking references? Um, I'm sorry, who, who do you think was cleansing the Clinton emails? Do you think Seth Rich was, or uh, no? No, I think I think Seth Rich found out about it. Uh, I think. He, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, that's my. This, from what I've seen and what I've been told and what I've looked at, I thought he yeah. was. I thought he did discover it because he was yeah. one pissed off person because his guy Bernie didn't win; he was cheated, and he linked this to Clinton. Podesta found out about it. They had to do away with Rich, yeah. but I also think simultaneously to that, you have Uma Abedin and her rogue ex-husband the congressman at Wiener, who were also yeah. involved in this. And I think they were part of cleansing the email record. Are these emails, the 33,000 emails, do some of them contain child sex trafficking references from the State Department with Hillary Clinton's direct involvement? I'd say absolutely. So what we do know is that, well, Anthony Wiener, we know, is a pedophile himself. Yes, we do know that. Absolutely. Fact, he yeah. was thrown in jail for that. So that's number one. Okay. And again, I mean, look at the positions of power that he has held as, you know, a congressman and who he was married to. Um, most of these marriages between these scumbag politicians are their arrangements, not real marriages. They don't marry for love. They marry for political arrangements. And I give you as Exhibit A, um, Bill and Hillary Clinton. Why do you think that? You know, she never divorced him. Why? Why did she never have a problem with him? Like cheating on her with everyone and their mother? Because it was 
never a marriage out of love. It was a marriage out of well, political gain. I, I think that Hillary Clinton was cheating on him with everyone and their sister. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> and then there's that. But um, Anthony Weiner, so... Anthony, what happened is, is they, the, the FBI and the NYPD found on Anthony Weiner's laptop a file called insurance file. And within this insurance file, there's a ton of evidence that incriminates Hillary Clinton and Uma Abedin herself, too. And reportedly, in this insurance file, there's also footage of Uma and Hillary Clinton actually torturing and um, sexually assaulting a child. Where's this at? And I'm sorry, Liz, to interrupt you, but where's this at, this evidence? So this was found on Anthony Weiner's laptop. Okay. All and right. this was found in 2016, right before the election. Now, this was talked about on Breitbart Radio by Eric Prince, who is the CEO of Blackwater. And General Flynn also tweeted about, made a reference to this, and Pizzagate right on Twitter, right before the 2016 election. Um, and which is why they went after General Flynn, because he was exposing Pizzagate and the child sex trafficking, and so was his son, all right? These tapes do exist, and they do prove that not only was Hillary Clinton involved in child sex trafficking, she was a predator herself, and there's actually videos to prove that, all right? So some of the NYPD detectives that saw these videos, they were so sickened by what they saw that they needed to see, they needed to see psychological and mental health experts to, to help with the trauma of seeing these tapes. That's how bad they were. And at least one, I believe two, of the detectives um, who saw the tapes and actually threatened to release the tapes on their own if the FBI didn't do something about them, have been murdered. And one of the detectives, I forget her name, drawing a blank on her name, but um, she was a black female officer, and her mother was honored at the White House, and there's this iconic photo of President Trump hugging her on stage at a ceremony to honor fallen police officers. Now, he strategically brought this mother up on stage because he knows the truth, and he is going to expose what they did to her and the fact that, yes, these tapes do exist, and these people are involved in child sex trafficking, and they're going to be arrested for it. That is uh, a stunning story. I have never heard this story before. This is amazing. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Um, I can send you the picture. But do you remember there was a, there was a picture of President Trump at, at a ceremony in the White House, and he's hugging this elderly black woman, and it was a ceremony honoring false police officers. That mother, her daughter, was one of the NYPD detectives who saw the evidence of Hillary Clinton child sex trafficking. And she was, and her, her murder was a hit. It was not an accident. And that, and President Trump knows that, and that is why he, you know, brought her up on stage and um, honored, honored her the way that, that he did. I and drew attention to her. I have a friend um, who's in the FBI. And this person uh-huh. has periodically given me covert information. In other words, they've pointed me to where I could go to get open source intelligence so they didn't violate their security oath. Um, right. And uh, I've made some amazing discoveries with this person. But let me share this with you because you just shook me to my toes. We were talking mm-hmm. about sex trafficking in the caravan two days ago. And, and I mentioned that I was uh-huh. going to be interviewing you. And uh-huh. this person, this FBI agent, told me, that um, people in the Bureau have been killed to cover this up. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, oh, yeah. this this shocked me, but I think my source is telling me the same story you're telling me. It's just I didn't connect the dot until just now. 
he's probably he's probably referring to um, this female detective that was killed. And again, President Trump strategically brought her mother up on stage, and there's this amazing photo of him hugging her as the mother is just bawling in his arms. And he did that because pre- what people don't understand is that everything President Trump does has multiple meanings. Yeah, that's true. And he's that's true. always issuing warnings to the cabal and the deep state, and he taunts them. He trolls them. And by him signaling her out and bringing her on stage, was it was symbolic, it was a metaphor, and it was a warning. We're coming after you. I know what you did to her daughter, and I, we're coming after you. And he is going to get justice for every single person who has been killed trying to expose this and for every child that has been harmed because of these people. I truly believe that President Trump ran to save these children. He's known for a very long time about these elite pedophile rings, and he's never been okay with it. And I truly believe that that was the main driving force and reason why he ran for president to expose these elite pedophile rings, to arrest these pedophiles and to save the kids. I have believed that for a very long time, and he has never proven me wrong. One of the, you know, he addressed child sex trafficking within the first two weeks of his presidency, within yes. the first two weeks of him being sworn in. Yes, he did. Uh, but the mainstream media doesn't cover it, so one wouldn't know <laughs> if they don't yeah. listen to us. <laughs> Yeah, let's go ahead and reorient again, if you would, please. And I'm sorry to have to keep saying that, but uh, oh, okay. you sound really good, and then we kind of go into an echo chamber. Um, the FBI source that I have uh, is someone I've known for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. and they have no fear. But when I brought this story up to them two days ago, this person said to me, Dave, I can't go with you there because this is too hot for me. They said it's one thing for me to be forced into early retirement. It's a quite another thing for me to end up in a pine box. That's exactly what yeah. I was told. And I have never had this person make that kind of claim where I'm fearful of my life if I talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, the sad reality of child sex trafficking. And as a journalist, I have been punished, censored, harassed. I've been physically attacked. I've, had a, I've left the country twice when I felt that my life was in danger for covering this. You know, I'm lucky to be alive myself. Yeah, that's... So um, that's, that's how bad it's gotten. It's horrifying. Boy. Jeffrey Joe Black was a man that I knew almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. He came forward with these kinds of accusations against Rahm Emanuel, and he said they were related to the Mossad running the sex trafficking rings, and he came right. on my show and he talked about a lot of the criminal trafficking and activities that Rahm Emanuel was involved in. He had a crush on my news director, so they talked a lot. And she called me mm-hmm. one day and she said, uh, Jeff's had to take off. He's gone into hiding. And I said, gone into hiding? He goes, yeah. I said, okay, surfaces, we'll talk to him again. Because he had been scheduled for my show two days later and he, mm-hmm. he bugged out. Now, he bugged back in. We got him on the air, and this is when I was on Republic, and we got him on the air, and he started naming names and so forth, and then he calls me frantically one night about one in the morning and says, Dave, I know they're coming after me. I've got to get out again. He says, can you pull the interview off the archives? And I did. I did, because the man was so uh-huh. scared. Well, they found him uh, in Philadelphia, face-planted on a highway, and they claimed it was suicide. He jumped to his death. Yeah. Uh but but then they reopened the investigation and they said that uh, they're inter- they're investigating it as a uh, uh, as a homicide. But I've had experience with some of what we're talking about here with directly with a witness that ended up being murdered. Um, and so yeah. this is my question for you. I'm really concerned about your safety because what you're revealing here, and what you've also revealed, you know, with people like the Hagmans and so forth. You've done more. Yeah. You've done more damage than Nancy Schaefer, and we know what happened to Nancy Schaefer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the good news is everything I reveal is pretty much open source information, and um, thankfully, you know, with the advent of QAnon, who has been talking a lot about the stuff that I've been covering for the past two years and has confirmed a lot of things that I've been covering, there's. So many people now exposing child sex trafficking and Pizzagate and Pedogate. 
Um, you know, when I first started exposing this stuff on Twitter two years ago, my following was about 1,200. Now my following is up to about 100,000. So at this point in the game, the fact that so many people are waking up and so many people are now exposing this too and so many people are reading my content and my, watching my YouTube videos and stuff, um, that kind of keeps me safe. And, you know, in the sense that if something were to happen to me, that's just actually going to legitimize everything I've been saying. And that's the last thing they want to do. So I definitely have that going for me. But, you know, um, it is very dangerous. And, um, you know, I definitely have not had an easy life at all <laughs> or a fun life at all for the, the, the past few years. But with that being said, I know all this is coming out. And I know all these people will be arrested. And I guess that's part of the reason why I've been able to cover this so fearlessly. How do we know there are really 50,000 secret and sealed indictments? Well, because they're posted online. I mean, it, you can get the information. That's open source as well. Would you mind sending me a link? Because I'm totally yeah. oblivious to this. Yeah, I can send it to you. Yeah. I've tweeted the link before. Okay. There's, I mean, I've I've tweeted that you know there's um, I've tweeted out there's there's people that have bro broken down the sealed indictments and how many cities, you know, which cities have how many indictments and whatnot. Of course, New York and California, or New York and LA, I believe, have the most um, tons in the DC area and the surrounding area in DC as, as well, Texas. I mean, it's, they're all, they're all over the place. Are, do you think that uh, this problem with congressional involvement in either the cover up or the participation in these activities does it incorporate over half of them, uh, a quarter of them, ten percent? What what would you estimate that the market penetration would be with regard to sex trafficking participation? Do you mean direct or indirect? Let's start with direct. Mm, I'm, it's hard to say, but I, unfortunately, I'd say at least one third direct. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, is, and oh. that could be a sadly that could be a conservative number as well. Indirectly, very very high number, and they're going to have to give the people in, indirectly involved in these crimes deals because there's so many people involved in it that they they get a, they, it's impossible to arrest all of them so there's going to be some people that get very lucky that don't deserve to get lucky will get lucky but the people at the top the top tier criminals the ones that are involved in treason and crimes against children they're all going to be thrown in jail and most of them will be executed if not every single one of them there will be no mercy for them and once the public finds out what they've done that no one will have any problem with these people going through military tribunals and getting executed. None of them will. So, How do we know that military tribunals are in their future? Well, if you follow the flights and what's been happening at Gitmo, you can see that they've been preparing Gitmo for something really big. There are flights going in there every single day, all day long. They have remodeled it. They've spent literally millions and millions hundreds of millions possibly of dollars to renovate it and we're like we're technically not at war with anyone so what's up with that um there will be military military tribunals for the top tier criminals and i believe that the military which is mobilizing literally as we speak um you know we're being told that the military is mobilizing right now because a of the bombs that were sent to Ironically, all the top-tier criminals that are involved in the child sex trafficking, so that would be Obama, George Soros, the Clintons, and the crazy nut job, Tom, billionaire Tom Steer. Um, and so we've been told that the National Guard has been implemented in some cities because of, A, the bomb scare, and B, because of the caravan crisis. Um, it's been reported that the military is sending thousands of troops to the border, literally as we speak. Well, the real reason, I believe, firmly, that the military is mobilizing as we speak is because they are preparing for the mass arrests, which are going to take place, I believe, this month. So or, you, I'm sorry, you think, next uh, month, because we're not in November yet. 
So you think under the cover of border enforcement, they're going to uh, turn this into a mass arrest activity? Yes. Yes. That's interesting. And and they're using, not the caravan's real, don't get me wrong, but they're using the caravan situation and, and the bombs that were sent to Obama, the Clintons, George Soros, and, and, and literally every single top-tier criminal that is involved in the child sex trafficking, the, the biggest ones, not, not all of them, but some of the biggest ones were sent a bomb. And I, I believe that that was a white hat operation. And this is a cover. This is a sting operation. And this is an excuse for them to mobilize the National Guard without raising um, too much alarm with the, with the masses and the public. They're trying to, I mean, think about it. There's going to be 50,000 people who are going to get arrested at least because one field indictment could lead to 10 more arrests. So we have 50,000 people who are going to be arrested. These people are involved in the most heinous crimes against you know, our children and involved in treason like the highest form of treason, right? Many people have not only have literally no idea this is going on, many people worship these people. They think these people are great. They think people like Jay-Z and Johnny Depp and Barack Obama are just the greatest, coolest people on the planet. Their minds are just going to be blown when they find out that these some of these people are literally involved in not only raping kids, but torturing them, eating them, and sacrificing them too. So that's why the government needs to prepare for martial law, because some people are going to lose their minds when they find this out and will probably take to the streets, and some people will probably riot, because they're not going to want to believe this is true, because this stuff is so horrific and so unfathomable that the average person can't process this stuff so they are now mobilizing the military and i believe that they are mobilizing the military to prepare for the mass arrest so when the mass arrests happen you know if there is chaos the president will declare martial law and that is why he recently set up the presidential alert system so he can override the mainstream media which is controlled and run by the cabal um, to get the truth to the people, to keep them calm and keep them safe until all these arrests are made. And by the way, President Trump did an interview last night with Laura Ingraham, and he said that they are sending, they're setting up tent cities. I saw that, and he yes. Said, mm-hmm. Right. Now, he said that they're setting up tent cities for the quote-unquote asylum seekers. I believe that they're setting up the tent cities for asylum seekers and potentially some of these arrests because 50,000 sealed indictments is a lot of people and like I said one sealed indictment could lead to you know 15 more arrests who sent uh, the pipe bombs to the Democrats the phony pipe bombs I might add well it it looked like it was you know it, it, it looked like it was the deep state trying to frame a Trump Person. That's what I thought too. Um, yeah. Right, but if you look a little deeper, I believe that it could have been a deep state false flag to make it look like it was a Trump supporter to make President Trump and Trump supporters look bad. I think it could have been a deep state operation that was halted or stopped by the good guys, but they kind of let it play out with no casualties, so they could use it in in a sting of their own. Does that make sense? It does. So they interdicted these bombs that might have gone off and they co-opted the mission. Mm-hmm. I, I see I see where you're coming from on this. Yeah. Like um, they they made it look so ridiculous and made it seem so blatantly obvious that it was, you know, a deep state op to the point where it was laughable. Yeah. You know, I mean, these packages didn't even go through the postal system. They weren't they the they weren't stamped by the post office, right? I mean, it was so sloppy. So I think that they found out about this deep state operation, and they they flipped the script on the deep state, and they you know um, use it as a sting operation, and and they use this as as their cover and as an excuse to mobilize the national guard and the military into these big cities and that is literally happening right now 
the, the, the National Guard and the military is mobilizing in multiple cities, and they're not just going to the border. Here, let, let me give you a little scenario on a concern I have. A presidential assassination yeah. would stop all this. And let me share with you, it's crossed my desk, and I'm not in a position to make a judgment. I'll just tell you what's crossed my desk, uh, that mm-hmm. Mike Pence would take over, and Mike Pence has mm-hmm. a history as a pedophile. That's what's crossed my desk. Mm-hmm. Is, is that true or not true? I mean, I've heard that before. And first of all, they've tried to assassinate Trump on President Trump on multiple occasions, and it's not going to work. I truly believe that, that President Trump is not only anointed by God, but he's protected by God. And these sick pedophile Satanists can throw whatever they want at President Trump, but they are not greater than God. So President Trump it will not be assassinated. He is protected, number one. Number two, in terms of Vice President Mike Pence, I've heard the rumors that he was tied to child sex trafficking in Indiana. Yes. But I haven't seen any solid proof. So, you know, until I see solid proof, then I don't feel comfortable saying that he had a hand in this. Well, you're saying exactly what I have said. I said the evidence is interesting, but it's not compelling. That that was my reaction. Right. And, and that's why I haven't come forward with this. And, but since we're on the topic of a potential presidential successor, so the, what we really have here, if we were to sum up, is we have the Nancy Pelosi's of Congress. They're like a snake that we're holding, and they're wriggling for their lives. And it's not about mm-hmm. the illegals as much as it is about concealing their crimes. Exactly. And if you want to dig deeper and understand why there's such desperation to maintain the flow of children channeling through their trafficking networks, you know, look into their rituals, look into their quote-unquote religion, look into adrenochrome, all right? These people thrive off of the blood of children. They thrive off of the drug adrenochrome. And a lot of these people that are involved in the child sex trafficking ain't looking so good these days. And there's a lot of people out there speculating that it's because their adrenochrome supply has been cut off. That's so is I'm not sure I get it. Is it some kind of physical addiction that they have to feed and adrenochrome is a drug that is extracted from the pineal gland of a child. And it's a, it's a drug that is taken from a child when a child is being terrorized. And this drug is supposed to be the, oh like just God. one of the most powerful drugs. And, you know, Johnny Depp actually did a movie um, that talked about adrenochrome. I haven't seen the movie, but he did a movie talk that addresses adrenochrome and talks about this drug. It's supposed to give you the biggest high in the world. And, from what I've researched and what I've learned, a lot of these elites are addicted to this drug. This drug comes from the pineal gland of a child. And if they extract this when the child is being tortured and terrorized and it gets into fight or flight mode, the drug is more potent. Do you know this is about the sickest thing I've ever heard? It's it's disgusting. But this is this is this is reality. This is what these people do. And, you know, they love to flaunt what they're doing in plain sight. So there's actually been shows and movies that have talked about adrenochrome. And there's some people in Hollywood that openly talk about adrenochrome. And there's actually people in Hollywood these days that openly talk about cannibalism as well. I mean, they're trying to normalize this stuff. They're trying to normalize cannibalism. They're trying to normalize adrenochrome. And they're trying to normalize pedophilia as well. I know about the latter. You're absolutely right. We're seeing mm-hmm. NAMBLA put forward these arguments now to to normalize it, and George Soros is huge behind NAMBLA, so that brings in a whole host of the people that you're talking about because of the Soros connections. Yeah. Um, there's no question. This is just, I have to tell you, when we have these conversations, they start out so normal, Liz, and they're so <laughs> rational, but we end up at, at this place. We end up with different facts, but I end up in the same emotional state because... I just see red. I'm not a violent person, but stuff like this could move me to violence very easy if I were in front of a perpetrator. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's why Q said 
when people find out the truth, even people that voted for Obama twice and whatnot, when they see the evidence, when they find out what they did to these children, and I've seen some, uh, there's a video that people can go on YouTube right now. It's called the it's called the John Podesta Fatherhood video, and I believe it came from um, someone who hacked Comet Ping Pong server, and this is a video that sounds of a man abusing a child, and it is sounds exactly like John Podesta's voice, which is a very distinctive voice, by the way. It is. This video is, is chilling, all right? It is chilling. Now, you, the reason why it hasn't been taken off YouTube is because it's you can't see exactly what's happening, but you can hear the, the child just scream bloody murder. And it is the most chilling video I have ever, probably ever heard in my entire life, all right? And <laughs> when people watch that video which is just one of many and see what these monsters do to the children uh, Q isn't kidding when he says that these people will not be able to walk down the street these people will not be able to walk down the street they will actually be begging to be thrown in a jail cell because they will be much safer in a jail cell than walking publicly on the street I agree what these people have done to children is so Disgusting. You know, Q says, once you find out the truth, you're not going to be able to sleep. No, no normal person will be able to sleep. Well, I found out the truth two years ago, and I, I haven't slept in two years. I have nightmares constantly. You know, I, you, you could, like, just researching this gives you PTSD. It is, so, it is that horrifying. So once the masses find out the truth, which is going to be very soon, none of these people will be able to walk down the street. And thank God. Thank God none of these people will be able to walk down the street. They all should be hung. Even Jesus said that pedophiles should be executed. Well, I'm invoking the name of Jesus Christ to protect you, and I encourage my listening audience to pray for the safety of Liz Crokin because we need journalists like Liz out there to expose these horrible realities because it is our duty to protect our children. Liz, we're just about out of time, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to tell people how to follow your really, really important work. Yeah, I, the best way to follow me is on social media. As of now, I'm most active on Twitter. That handle is at Liz Crokin, at L-I-V-C-R-O-K-I-N. And my Instagram handle is the same. And then I am have a YouTube channel that's Liz Crokin. I'm, I think I'm the only Liz Crokin there. And then I'm also on Facebook as well. And I believe I'm the only Liz Crokin on Facebook as well. Okay, well... You are one of my journalistic heroes, and you do a great service for humanity. Liz, be safe, and I look forward to having you back on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Liz Crokin, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> 